0: Welcome to the MasterFesto Media Podcast. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and get ready to be entertained. Here's your host, Isabel Elias. Hello, my friends. Welcome to MasterFesto Media Podcast. The episodes on this podcast are all about stories taken from different media sources, the story I'm sharing with you is a love story from my novel, Carla. Now be sure to listen to episodes one and two for the first two chapters because in this episode, I am reading chapter three, The Disappointment. If you love stories and you prefer audio more than reading pages in a book, this show is for you. Now my purpose in sharing this novel with you is, of course, to entertain you. But most important, it's to inspire you to have more passion in your life. A life without passion is a boring life, I believe. Carla is steaming with passion. It will boost those passion chemical receptors in the brain. And wow, what it will do to your mind and body, mmm, Carla is a romance novel from a historical time period, the late 30s and early 40s, the era of big bands, also new, known as the swing era, a touchstone of American culture with Duke Ellington, Benny Goodman, Glenn Miller, Count Basie. And I am proud to announce that my Uncle Harry Elias played in some of the big bands. Oh, you will hear the passion in Carla when it comes to swing dancing. Well, the era also included the horrible, sad times of World War II. This was a global war that lasted from 1939 to 1945. In my novel, you will experience the deep sorrow of a loved one that never came home from Pearl Harbor. This chapter touches on the pain associated with the falling in love, the heartaches, the disappointments. When we fall deeply in love, we can become vulnerable and off balance. Then disappointment sets in and we either recover and get back our balance or we continue to suffer and promise ourselves to never love again. It's very important to the balance of life to allow ourselves to be off balance in love so we could be balanced in life. This is taken from the story Eat, Pray, Love. Well, let's get to it. Chapter Three The Disappointment. As graduation approaches, Carla's anticipation grows as strong as the heart of Texas. Nothing will stand in her way of competing in the finals with Herman. She practices her spins and splits every day. Unfortunately, Herman manages to have an excuse when it comes to practicing. He thinks that going to the Brown Derby on Saturday night is enough. So, most of Carla's practices is done with Maria. Or Mama, and sometimes with the broomstick, which is just a little bit better than Mama. Except for the dance practice hours, Herman and Carla managed to spend lots of time together. They become almost inseparable. Herman doesn't want to miss a minute away from seeing Carla. They have a special daily routine. Every school day, Herman rushes through the morning routine. He ties his books with a belt, swings them over his back, jumps into his pickup truck and takes off to pick up Carla while she sits anxiously waiting for him on the front porch. Carla enjoys watching him struggle as he picks up her books and throws them in the truck and then runs back for Calma, almost leaving her behind. I almost forgot my precious flower, he says in a funny loving tone as he picks her up by her tiny waist and gives her a big good morning, I love you kiss. And off they go to school. As much as Carla loves her week at school with Herman, she lives for the weekends. They go dancing every Saturday at the Brown Derby where people stop and gather around to watch the amazing couple. Their connection is perfect. They look like they are two dancers melting into one. They are spectacular. On Sundays, Carla goes to church with Mama to keep her happy. Keeping Mama happy gives Carla more freedom to be with her love. After church, she hooks up with Herman. And off they go for a drive on a picnic or just stroll downtown hand in hand. One crisp sunny day as they sit in the park watching little children joyfully bobbing up and down on a teeter-totter. A purple butterfly swoops down in front of them. Carla gently puts out her palm and the butterfly lands softly right in the middle of her palm. Herman is flabbergasted. Carla! Carla! That butterfly just landed on your hand. That is truly amazing. Mm, Not too amazing, Herman. It happens a lot. I believe it's my garden angel disguised as a butterfly. (laughs) I think you've been doing too much church going. A butterfly, your garden angel? Come on, Carla. That sounds a little crazy. At first, I thought it was a little crazy. But now I know in my heart that it is special, like a spiritual message or something. I once had a dream that the butterfly had a voice of a woman, and the voice said that she would always watch over me. Carla pauses, takes a deep breath, looks up at Herman with her big, bright eyes, and continues, Herman... I believe this. I mean, how often does anyone see purple butterflies? And how many times have you seen one land on any part of your body? You've got me there, Carla. I've never seen anything so spectacular. Maybe butterflies land on you because you have the beauty of a flower. After a fun, filled, joyful weekend, It always seems dreadful to go back to the regular routine knowing that they'll see each other throughout the day makes it easier they have one class together math since math isn't one of Carla's strong points Herman does all her math homework he doesn't mind because this is a good excuse to see her in the evening when math homework is finished there is still English science and other homework in various subjects they count on to keep the evening going for hours. The glue that holds their love is strong, as strong as the roots of the strong, as the roots of the giant oak tree in the center of town. Like the oak tree that gives shade and people love standing under this magnificent tree. People love being close to Carla and Herman. Their energy fills people's lives with the sheer joy of just having a small part of what's special. Carla, with her bubbly, innocent personality, and Herman, with his charm, is a gift they give. Their energy is contagious and fun. Herman is taken aback by Carla's beauty. And her passion for life. He spends sleepless hours picturing her and yearning for her full, firm breasts with her perked up nipples that peek at you when the weather is cold or whenever she gets excited. And she is excited most of the time. When they are apart, he closes his eyes and visualizes every detail from her sparkling bright eyes to her full lips that part so softly, exposing a smile that can charm the rattle off of a rattlesnake and her small waistline, where he lifts her for a smooch or two. Carla feels the same heated passion. Her heart pitter-patters whenever he's around. He fills a gap she had in her heart for love. Each day, her love grows stronger, a love that seems endless in time and as vast as the ocean is deep. When they're apart, she pictures his strong, broad shoulders pressing against her naked bosom and his strong hands running up and down her thighs, touching her ever so gently while wet and wild kisses are exchanged. Carla manages to stop the images when it comes too close to what she calls The real thing. They are the couple touched by angels. It is clear to them and everyone else that they are meant for each other. It seems apparent that their future will only consist of sheer joy, a life of total bliss. It is an unspoken promise that they will wed after graduation. Carla envisioned them getting married in New York after the finals. The setting will be perfect with gardenias all around and Mama will give them their blessings right in the center of Persian Square. This is a dream worth cherishing. That's exactly what Carla does. She relishes in visions of being Mrs. Herman Garcia. She pictures herself dancing all around the world with her handsome husband. With graduation approaching, Carla can hardly contain herself. She starts planning for their trip to New York. In her plans, she includes a simple wedding in Central Park with gardenias all around. And after the wedding, they will start their honeymoon at a Ritzy Hotel on 5th Avenue. Maybe the Plaza Hotel, the Waldorf Astoria, or the Gotham. Or a French Chateau. Carla has grandiose ideas of how they will use the winnings from the contest. Keeping Mama in mind, Carla plans, Carla's plans include a week's visit to all the beautiful sights of New York City. After leaving New York, Carla's plans include dancing around the world. Unfortunately, Carla's plans did not consider the condition of the world. She is looking at life through rose-colored glasses. She believes in her heart that love and dance is most important to life, and the power of love can conquer all evil. Sorry to say, her simplicity of life has no effect on the world's chaos. The Depression continues its aftermath with a vengeance. Adolf Adolf Hitler came into power, and World War II will soon be declared. Despite the world's condition, life continues to move forward, including Carla's graduation class of 1937. Little does Carla know that her picturesque future will soon be shattered. It is difficult for Carla to leave her familiar daily surroundings of school and friends and move into a bigger scope of life, a scope that she isn't prepared for. The last part of the school year flies like a strong Texas wind, leaving everyone in the dust. And before she can catch her breath, the school year is over. Cap and gown, diploma in hand, and an uninvited future sneaking up like a serpent Herman whispers It's over We must face a future My future is with you, Herman Carla, I want to give you a better life Better than what? I already have a good life All I want right now is to win the New York competition and get married right after we win the dance contest. Herman, I've made all the plans, including Mama going with us as a chaperone, and the judges have already sent the airplane tickets. We don't have to worry about Mama because she has worked extra hours and taken on extra jobs to pay for her own ticket. And Herman, I have all the... Stop, Carla. You're moving too fast. Now, Herman knows that he must communicate a big disappointment. He lowers his head, afraid to give her eye contact, and says, That reminds me, I've been thinking about what? Carla responds with a tinge of fear. I have to move to New Mexico with my uncle for a couple of years, he announces. New Mexico? For two years. What is the matter with you? You can't leave me for two years. We have plans, lots of plans, that they don't include you leaving for New Mexico. And Herman, two years is a hell of a long time. Ooh, she is angry and feels very disappointed. Life is not turning out according to her plans. Carla, please. Don't be angry and try to understand. Two years is not a long time. I can work in the mines and save up enough money so we can get married. Right now, I don't have anything to offer you, and you deserve to have everything your heart desires. Herman, I don't care about all that. I just want us to be together and someday raise a beautiful family. We will, just not yet, he says, knowing that all this isn't sitting well with Carla. What about New York? She shouts. There's a long pause. Carla, I never intended to go to New York. It wasn't my plan to enter the contest at the Brown Derby. It is thrilling to be able to dance with you. And winning is special only because it's with you. I'm not a dancer. And never will be. We only won because of you. That's not true, Herman. You are a great dancer, the best. And we already have the tickets. And what about Mama? Carla's tears are running down her cheeks as she speaks. Carla, please stop crying. I know what I must do. You're a dreamer, and that's beautiful. But someone must face reality. And dancing in New York is not What needs to happen right now? (sighs) Carla feels as if her heart has been torn out and stomped on. Carla wipes her tears on her sleeve and takes off running. She runs all the way home frantically crying. All she wants at that moment is Mama's comforting arms. She can always count on Mama to ease the pain. Mama is a master at dispelling all of Carla's pain by either applying some soothing solvent, kissing away the hurt, or singing her little tune, sana, sana, colita de rana. That little tune works every time. Running past the front door, past the salon, and right into Mama's room, she falls into Mama's arms and cries for hours. Mama tries to comfort her, but this time Mama's little tune doesn't take away the pain Carla feels in her heart. He's leaving, Mama. (laughs) He's leaving. Herman is leaving to New Mexico. Carla keeps repeating as Mama continues stroking her hair. New Mexico? No, Carla, do mean New York? Mama responds in her cute accent. No, Mama, he's going to New Mexico. Carla explains to Mama that there won't be a trip to New York nor a dance contest. Mama is very sympathetic and continues trying to comfort Carla. When nothing works, Mama prays that peace and understanding will come to her little Carla. After a few hours of Mama's comforting love, Carla falls asleep in Mama's arms. As she gazes down at her little Carla, she realizes her little girl is now a lovesick young woman. It's difficult for Mama to see her child suffering, but she knows that suffering is only a sign of growing pains. Life is just beginning for Carla. Reading it to you. Until next episode, here's wishing you... A happy and prosperous 2023. Yay. And here's a little tip for you authors, aspiring authors. It's called priming. Think about your favorite author. What inspires you about that author? What is the personality of that author? What type of music does that, uh, that person listen to? Research your author. Really get to know your author. Then write a 50-word story about your author. Not more than 50 and not less than 50. Ooh, this is challenging. It's easier to write a long story. Let me know how it goes. Drop me an email. To get notifications, subscribe to this podcast. Show appreciation by your host, Alate.